Jared Goff how cold it was at Soldier Field and uh, you can ask Buck how he felt about it. Always you know, always follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Buck and Chill hit us on SoundCloud and iTunes buckle up and chill and uh, keep subscribing, keep rating, keep following us and we're going to keep putting out more bomb content so What's in the street? No caps to be had out there I wish I knew how yeah, why you like Boys and girls, welcome to another episode. Buckle up and chill. Hope you enjoy that shit. I can't believe it's all like that. I'm passing over the new. I've been waiting all day for that podcast. Okay, okay, I admit it. You got me on that pick. I was wrong on so many levels. The Bears completely home field advantage took over Goff. That defense. The pretty boy from Kale could not come through in the cold weather. Four interceptions, zero TDs. Mitch Trubisky didn't have a much better game with three interceptions and a TD, but it was still better than what the Rams could put up. Put up no points at all. Six points, I believe. Was it? What was it? Fifteen six. Yeah. Fifteen six. Yeah, that was. What a stand by the Bears. Seven interceptions between the two quarterbacks. That's Baby, it's cold outside. Very cold outside. Goff, I just had a feeling. I just don't think Jared Goff is just used to this. You uh, alluded to he played at Cal. He gets drafted by L.A. So he's mainly in the warm weather always. And this was not only in the cold weather, but it was against a completely elite defense, most likely the best defense in the NFL. I think so, but we can all agree on top three. And I'm sure no one cares, but I I thought the Rams defense, like in our picks, I thought I thought the Rams defense. I thought the Rams offense was gonna outdo the Bears defense. I sat the Bears defense in fantasy in both leagues so and, and yeah, they could put up twenty points against the Rams fucking offense, that elite offense. Gurley didn't look like an MVP, like we claimed him to be, just a horrible outcome. But luckily for them, they won't, they won't play in that cold weather again for the rest of the year, playoffs included. So they're eleven and two, and they have Philadelphia with no Wentz, Arizona Cardinals, and then the San Francisco Forty ers to close out the year. So that's two for sure wins. Philly, you never know. But well, yeah. full, I mean, at home, they're at home for that game. I know yeah, not much. Probably three more. And then who do the uh, who's Saints? They have Carolina on Monday Twice. Night Football, Pittsburgh and Carolina. Yeah. They got so you have they're both eleven and two. You'd have to think that the Rams are going to be the I number know. one seed going into the playoffs. I mean, yeah, the Saints always have that head to head, of course, which will always be crucial. But yeah, we'll see how it works out. Yeah, Rams definitely have a weaker schedule. I just saw this. Jared Goff's a very young quarterback. Basically, guys, he's only been starting 
a seat, not even quite two seasons now, going into Soldier Field against, in my opinion, the best defense in the NFL. I just had a feeling, and that's why I picked against the Rams. I had a feeling. And I think Jared Goff will definitely bounce back this week. I really do. And for once, guys, I actually won the picks. The first time in, like, goddamn, like, seven or eight weeks. It was, oh, yeah. it was awesome. Just just one of the only uh, ways I was wrong on that game. This I tall voice tastes great. I, I took them on my first pick. I had the first overall pick. I took the Bears, or I took the Rams over the Bears. And the only game I got right was the game that you told me that you pretty much begged me to take just to give you a chance, which was the San Fran over the De- uh, Broncos. So thank you for saving me that humiliation. That is honestly fucking hilarious because I literally begged you because I was like, uh, San Fran has no chance. Just give what me a if, chance. Give me a chance. Take it. And you saved me the humiliation of going 0-5. Thank you for that. because I would have for Denver. You know, I'm uh, however many games on you, but you've mm. never went 0-5. That would have been my first time. So oh, thank you. Oh, that would have been phenomenal. But I'll take my tall boys regardless. I'm pretty good drinking beer. What you waiting for? It's time for the picks, baby. Let's do it. This week's picks are starting off a little bit differently, and that's that's only because I lost this week for the first time in forever. So run down the games, and you got first pick, Bob. Jesus Christ. Finally a W for Matthew. Guys, it's been a minute. I'm not going to lie. All right, so we got uh, Chargers at Kansas City, and we are recording on Thursday here because Sean is going on vacay, so that is happening right now. Oakland at Cincinnati. Dallas at Indianapolis. Tennessee Titans and New York Giants and New England Patriots at Pittsburgh. And with my first pick, I know this isn't going to be a sexy pick, but as my favorite, I took Cincinnati at home against a bad Oakland team who's basically traded every good asset away. I'll take Cincinnati at home. Marvin Lewis fighting for his job. Hey, well, Cincinnati minus three. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll take Oakland coming off of a W rolling baby as they were in line for their number one pick. Might have ruined it with that win last week. Uh, you leave me with a couple goodies. I will go Indy over Dallas. They are my favorite. Indi- Indianapolis is minus three over Dallas. Come on, uh, Dak. Andrew, Andrew Luck. What was I about to say? Andrew Luck has been dominant this year. Come on, Dak. And uh, my Cooper. second pick, I got to take a dog me? here. And I'm going Come to on. go with the Chargers, baby. Good dog pick. Over Kansas City. That game's about to kick off here in about five minutes. Minus three and a half is Kansas City at Kansas City. Go Chargers. Go Phillip Rivers. Let's make a playoff run. Yeah, fuck them motherfuckers. Uh, go KC. No Kareem Hunt. No Sammy Watkins. That's going to be tough. Uh, so I absolutely had to pick a dog. And you know I had New England at Pittsburgh. If there's one dog you're going to pick, it's going to be the New England Patriots. So that was an easy pick for me. I'm sure you all would too if you're in the same situation. Now this is one where I struggle a little bit. Tennessee and New York Giants. Um, Giants are favored by three. And it's it's pretty easy, right? Pick the Giants. Odell may not be healthy, you know? Or pick the ten- Titans. Odell not, might not be healthy. Tennessee has Giants. I had to go with the Giants. I just think they're playing well after the blowout against Washington. Go Giants. And this will be another three tall boys for me. Can't wait. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, New England does scare me. That is a tight spread. Luckily, we don't play the spreads. But either way... Uh, Pittsburgh, they they have been on a slump, and I think they're gonna come all all guns a blazing. Let's go, Antonio Brown for my fantasy team. Go Pittsburgh! Hello, 
ladies and gentlemen. Hope you are enjoying this podcast. Here's a quick break brought to you by Buckle Up and Chill. Make sure to follow at Buck and Chill on Twitter and Instagram and Buckle Up and Chill on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Thank you for listening. It's time for Stump the Buck! Yes, it is. Stump the Buck. We're bringing the segment back because it was a ton of fun the first time. You covered the spread at 29 and a half. Are you ready to do the 2016 NFL Draft? Absolutely. I'm ready to go. I don't think I'll get as good because recency stuff, but I still think I'll have a pretty good shot. What is it, 26 and a half, right? That's, yeah, I, th- I think we can shoot for 26 and a half. You All think right. you can get 27 27 or more? for a win. All right, All five right. wrong is a, is a W. Are you I'm ready? For it. I am, I'm born ready, dog. All right. Well, the man who screwed me out of picks, who threw four, four picks, uh, and Soldier Field, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, I have absolutely no idea, but he might have went to Cal. Yep, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right, even though you had no idea. Carson Wentz, number two. Uh, North Dakota State, and North Dakota State, side note, North Dakota State's coach right now just got hired at Kansas State, so upgrade for him. Good for him. Joey Boza. Uh, Ohio State. Boo. Ezekiel Elliott. Ohio State. Boo. Jalen Ramsey. Florida State, cornerback. Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley, he's an offensive lineman from Notre Dame. Yes. Yes. DeForest Bunk- Buckner. DeForest Buckner, defensive tackle, Oregon. Jack Conklin, what Jack a pussy. Jack Conklin, great right tackle of Tennessee Titans from your Michigan State Spartans. Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd, uh, an outside linebacker from Georgia. Eli Apple? Eli Apple's a cornerback from Ohio State. What a year for them. Vernon Hargreaves. Vernon Hargreaves, cornerback from Florida. Sheldon Rankins. Sheldon Rankin, defensive tackle, USC? No. Damn it. ACC. <laughs> Louisville. All right, so what Larmy Tunsil, that? that was number uh, 12, drafted by the New Orleans okay. Saints. All right, Larmy Tunsil. Larmy Tunsil, offensive tackle, Ole Miss. Carl Joseph. Carl Joseph, safety, West Virginia. Corey Coleman. Wide receiver, Baylor. Taylor Deckard, your Detroit Lions. Left tackle from Ohio State. Oh, wow, Ohio State. Yeah, Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal is from West Virginia. Ryan Kelly. No, hold on. Keanu Neal is not from West Virginia. Where's he from? I Florida. Knew I, I knew I got that one wrong. So too wrong. <laughs> I, you, I feel like you always resort to a Virginia. Whether well, Virginia Tech or, or West Virginia, it's always a Virginia school. So what, what pick was Neal? No. Oh, no. No. What? We got fucked up in my fucking shift. It just went. All right. Hold on. All right. We're back. We're back. Technical difficulties in the studio. Where were we at? We were at Keanu Neal. Ryan Kelly, number 18. Ryan Kelly, uh, Arkansas. No, Alabama. That's yeah, two wrong, three wrong, right? Yeah, I should have known that. All right. Yeah, I can't believe you got an Alabama player wrong. Shaq Lawson. Uh, defensive end, Clemson. Uh, Darren Lee. Linebacker, Ohio State. Another one. Will Fuller. Will Fuller was wide receiver in Notre Dame. Yes, he was. Josh Doxson. Wide receiver, Washington. No. Josh Doxson was TCU. Yes, he was. Can I get a Can I get one for that? No, you can't get a rebuttal. That's can four wrong. Can I get wrong. a half for that? Sorry. Oh uh, no, because we did a half. No. I knew it was Doxson. It's four wrong. No. Laquan Treadwell. Wide receiver, Ole Miss. William Jackson. Cornerback, Louisville. No. Damn it. 
Houston, that's five. Artie Burns. Can't get any more wrong. Louisville. We're at 27. Oh, come on, huh? Artie Cornerback from Miami. All right, well, give me the Dachshund one. I fucked that one up in my brain. All right, fine. Five wrong. Paxton Lynch. Cornerback. Quarterback. <laughs> I was going to say. Quarterback Memphis. I was going to say, even I know what position he fucking played. I would have never known in a school. But you were right there. Kenny Clark. Safety? No. Yeah, no idea. Defensive Stump. tackle, UCLA. You were stumped. But we have a uh, number 28, Joshua Garnett. Missouri. Uh, no, Stanford. Uh, the New England Patriots drafted who? You can tell me anytime you want to. No, they didn't because they were forfeited due to the deflate gate. Fuck you, <laughs> awesome. Roger Goodell. Robert uh, Nagaminchi. Uh, defensive, Ninkem defensive tackle. <laughs> How the fuck do you know how to pronounce that? You should, <laughs> you should be a commentator. Defensive tackle, almost. All right, Vernon Butler. Cornerback? No. Well, I defensive love Defensive tackle. Well, I love him from Virginia. <laughs> Louisiana Tech. German uh, IFD. Say it again? <laughs> Jermaine IFD. Tight end? <laughs> Offensive tackle. Ifadi, Ifadi, he was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks, number 31, last pick of the draft. Well, that's easy. Arkansas. Texas A&M, man. Wow. The end of that draft kind of went haywire. Well, son of a bitch, you're stumped, and that means our punishment is we have to talk to fucking lions now. That is the worst punishment punishment of all we could have been cheering for joy complimenting how good you were but now we have to talk about how bad the fucking lines are mm. and how bad the bills are this is <laughs> it's like back-to-back toilet bowls literally but hey don't forget the lions still have a chance to make the playoffs which is what i was gonna say you know to your point last week why are they playing stafford because when there's a mathematically chance for for the team, for the coaches, when they know that, they're going to play their best players. As the fans, we know, hey, don't play them, tank. Let's get the best draft pick we can because there's no way the Vikings are going to lose the rest of their games. They play the Dolphins uh, Sunday. They have them at home, too, so no way they're going to lose that game. And the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. Lions will have no chance to so lose, lose, lose all you can. Yeah. And unfortunately, you're going into Buffalo. At least it's on the road. I'm talking like I want them to lose. But I don't know. I feel like this is just like another Arizona game. Like, we know they have better players in Buffalo. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. It from- just, it's going to be crappy because they're probably going to win this one, and then they'll probably win one of the last two, and they'll probably be 7-9 and nine with no chance to do anything, and they'll get, like, the 17th pick. And that's going to be another just, what are we going to do next season? I'm just so tired of it. I hate the Lions. Yeah. Do. No, we'll, we'll probably go out. We'll win this game because, you know, we've practiced outside already in the snow. So we'll be ready for this game. And, oh. uh, <laughs> okay, Patricia, hey, maybe it'll pay off now. Yeah, he's, doesn't he's really matter. well prepared. But, yeah, no, it's, it's going to happen. It, the Vikings are going to somehow lose, and, and then the Lions will be ready. He'll come down to the last game this season. Oh, playoff time, and then we'll lose. Just think if right now we're – Recording this podcast, they're five minutes. You're thirteen games in. Just imagine, flip that. They're eight and five. We would have like live talks. Like I'm just like every even like the Chicago Bears have a second year quarterback. They at least have a 
another year where they're probably going to win the division randomly, and they went to the Super Bowl with Rhett Grossman. We can't even get a playoff win. Like, all these other teams get so lucky with all this bullshit. And the Lions are, I mean, they're, I don't want to say they're cursed because I think just the way the organization is built is just they're doomed from the start. But I'm just so tired of talking about them, like, win out and then these other teams will right. lose two of three. I'm just, every year, every single year, how old do I need to get before we fucking do something? Every year it comes down to... Let's hope the other teams in our division do bad so we have a chance. It's never, let's just take over the division. Let's own the division. Let's win the division by two games. No, it's, oh, we got to just hope for them to lose and this team to do that and that team to go there and fall on their ass and lose to the worst team in the league. And it's just, it, it never, it's never going to work out as a Lions fan. I'm just tired of the Lions. I'm t- I'm I'm very sad though. Football is especially college is really coming to an end. NFL still has a little bit to go, but college is coming to an end. I'm just sad. I love football season. It just goes by so fast. Then you just got. I love basketball, but it just Doesn't I don't know. Get football great. is something different. Football just has that different kind of feel, just because how physical it is and how every single game matters so much. It's just different, you know, like hockey and basketball. You can't tell me every single regular season game matters like no, that much. It, it doesn't. Those two sports don't hype up until playoff time, including college basketball when March Madness comes around. Yeah. No one cares about college basketball all year round. March Madness comes around. Yeah, and everyone, it's, yeah, it's, it's a shit show. It's a great tournament. Oh, it's it's fun. Yeah, and I, I am guilty of it myself. I only really pay attention to Michigan all year and once – once the tournament comes around, I am I'm ready to go. Yeah, at least the team you pay attention to is uh pretty damn good. Yes, so no, finally, yes. Well, no, I shouldn't even say finally. No, but it's not just, finally. They 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 are here. They have arrived. They I arrived about five years ago. Finally, get to watch a good team. I know. To in in the that Michigan actually can area. Championships. Yeah, in the Michigan areas is more like it. Like that actually been, can win the Big Ten. Actually, yeah. can contend for national championships. Because I know year. you don't have that in the Big House. You right. don't. <laughs> Spent all year watching the Tigers, watching the Pistons so far, choke it up to Charlotte. Six in a row. Six Losses. in a row. And, and, and even the games that you must win against. In, I mean, it was in Charlotte, but still you had a 10-point lead. With five and a half left. And you like, blow it. Blow bad. You go 13-0 run by Charlotte. Kemba's got 11 of those 13 after he struggled. He was 6 of 22 before that run. You did a good job on him, but you can't close it out. And maybe that's a problem with the Pistons. I mean, they're banged up. They got a lot of injuries. Yeah, I mean, they, they are absolutely no depth. Them. I don't even know these guys. They don't even have depth when they're bench. really healthy. Right, exactly. But screw basketball. Back to what we're talking about. College, college football, is it's coming to an end, but we got some great bowl games coming up. We'll just hit on locals. We'll hit on the locals tonight. But, guys, coming up on on a pod, you know when bowl season really gets going. It gets going a little bit this weekend. Fresno State and Utah State play, but we're going to hit college hard. But, hey, every other year you got uh, the Wolverines against Florida again. I think they'll beat Florida. I don't think it will. I mean, it might be a close game, but I, I see Michigan pretty much handling them. I do. We better win, but do I put it past Harbaugh to go out there and lose the game? No, no, he I don't. can't lose this one. Gee, no, he better don't. not. He better not. We, I, 
but I, this game doesn't matter to me. This the season's already a bust. Season's already a failure. So what does it matter? And in year one, year two, when it came down to the bowl game, it was okay. Okay, man, this is let's go. Let's get this Harbaugh era on the road and on the right and track, now yeah. now we're now we're four years in a bowl game win. It just isn't. It's without a Big if, Ten championship, yeah, without, without, especially without yeah. a Big Ten championship. But even this year, the Big Ten championship would have been a bust because. No playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it would have been hopes on Ohio State losing to another team because we got blown out for them by them. And no, it was not a mirage. <laughs> no, it was not a mirage. Yeah, it's getting kind of old, don't you think, with this whole Michigan thing? And no, guys, I do hate Michigan, but I just feel like they have all, everything to be successful, and they're just not getting it done. And that stems straight from Harbaugh. He's the one who runs the entire football program. Don't get fooled and think in the AD has like got a big hand in that. No, this is Harbaugh. Harbaugh runs every aspect of that program. Is Harbaugh a bad football coach? No, I mean they've been they're not going five and seven, seven and five, six and six. They're winning games, but they're winning games that are built in to win. He just doesn't win the big ones. You had two. If you look at the end of the year, you had two really hard games. If you want to come Penn State as a kind of hard game? Fine, you blew them out. You can take that one. But Notre Dame and Ohio State were the two really good teams you played, two top five teams. And you kind of shit the bat against both of them. I mean, you had a chance against Notre Dame late, but you definitely got fucked up by your rival. Just oh, another we were playing their backup quarterback, too. Let's not forget that. Yeah, that is. Their ba- tech, now it is, yeah, and that's a he big difference. He played the first three games only and got pulled for uh, Book. What a difference, right? Yeah, yeah. And now they're point, yeah. in the playoff. And Ohio State just missed the playoff, and those are the two teams you lose to. Those are the big games you need to win if you want to make That's the what Harbaugh's getting paid for to win, those two games this and, year. I and props to scheduling the game, Notre Dame, and getting that game back on the oh, schedule. Yeah. But you got to go and win it. If you want you a head start on the season, that's the game yeah. you got to win. And even if you do drop that one, which, yes, I agree, a head start on the season, that's like a freaking springboard right into... Mario Kart hitting that forward button. Exactly, exactly. And But the thing is, okay, fine, you dropped that one, you won the next 10, which was great job. I mean, winning 10 in a row, whoever you play in the Big Ten, that's difficult to do. But then it's like your favorite finally against Ohio State. You finally feel like you have the better team. And you go in and shit the bed. Number one defense, my ass, 62 points. When you knew what they were going to do, their game plan was everyone knew. Couldn't stop the crossing routes. You knew they were going to throw the ball. I just think it's disappointing for Harbaugh. I mean, he's going to have as long as he wants to at Michigan. But they need championships. At least a Big Ten championship. My goodness, let's take baby steps. Right, and, and props to Indiana for exposing the crossing routes. And then Ohio State just took complete advantage. And Don Brown never adjusted. No, not until late when it was way too late. When it was late. over, yeah. Yeah, this, oh God, what a pitiful, pitiful performance. But there's other local bowls. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Red Box. <laughs> you guys, hey, if you're listening to this and you're about a... Mammoth sit- Video Bowl. <laughs> Yo, do you guys want to go to Blockbuster? Do you guys, you can get a Red Box. No, yeah, I don't have a lot to go deep dive in Michigan, Michigan or Michigan State and Oregon game. Excuse me, it's at actually where the Forty ers play, Levi Stadium. So that stadium's going to be about one fourth of the way filled in that oh, huge stadium. God. So it's not going to be a very good atmosphere. Michigan State's defense will keep a minute. Do I expect them to win? Not really. I'm completely di- disappointed with this team. This is such. I mean, injuries were abundant. 
I don't expect anything. Am I going to watch the game? Yeah. Am I going to root for them? Yeah. You're not dishing out the money to go? Absolutely not. That team I think you and your buddy, uh, you and your buddy Nico should go. Nico is going. Diehard Oregon fan. He's going, but he was already going to San Francisco for New Year's. He just lucked out, and then now he gets to go to the game because Oregon plays there. He got really lucky. He had already had the ticket. Good for him. Very lucky. It's just not that interesting. It's not going to be an interesting game. I'm happy it's on New Year's Eve day, so it's December thirty first at three p.m. I think that's a good time. Right when I'm just starting to get my drink on for New Year's Eve. Or you black out. Exactly. If they were playing at 6, it would suck because I'd probably be black. So 3 <laughs> is perfect. <laughs> and if you lose, you, are, you already know you're going to be blacked out. If they win by 60, I'm blacking out. If they, lose by, if they lose by 60, I'm blacking out. But I just hope they win. It's a win-win situation. It is. I Because I, if they lose, it really won't affect me. And I'll just be like, well, 7-6, they blow. But would I prefer 8-5, please? Yeah, let's just get 8-5. They're not playing a retarded team. I mean, Oregon is not bad. Justin Herbert is going to be a first-round pick at quarterback. And he's playing. He's healthy. So it's not like they're playing some dumbasses. But they play Oregon all the time, just like Michigan plays Florida, which is annoying. All right, and that will wrap up another episode of Buckle Up and Chill. Thanks again for listening, guys. Follow us at Buck and Chill on Instagram and Twitter. Search for us, Buckle Up and Chill, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And today's episode, it's going to be a two-part episode. We're breaking it up in two. We're going to have a special guest on the next episode. So get ready. That's That's a great interview. We already shot it. I'll be on vacation all week. So we won't have new content, but it's already ready to go. So thanks again for listening and supporting.